You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM. Indeed, we're back, just the two of us. Good it morning. Is. Dream team. We're back. How you, you got, doing? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Are you sounding good? I've got some new headphones. I know, they're, they're, nice. they're nice, aren't they? Yeah, Do so I sound better? You sound great. Good. Absolutely great. If you want to see what we look like, which is not nice, <laughs> then if you go to 7fm.com and look at the website and click on the word webcam, we've amended the webcam so you can actually see what we look like. Have we? Yeah. Oh, and it takes a photograph every 10 minutes, exactly on the 10 minutes. Get the back of my head. Yes. That I mean, we can, have a, we can have a quick look and see what you look like, Paul, actually. Because normally I'm out of shots, aren't they? You normally are. Normally the Bazatron th- that's the one that holds it. Big Bad Baz. Yeah, I think it's probably... It could be the same. I'm not sure. Let's have a look. Oh, I hope it's not got Baz in it. He's not in the studio. He's not. Do you know what? I can't be bothered. Okay. This is just too complicated. All right. Uh, only because my hands are have to be on the desk so I can do this when we're not talking. <laughs> it's the law, you know. It's like a real radio station. Yeah, quite literally, mate. So we've got lots coming up today. We've got all the news. We've got the tube strike um, from our friends in the RMT. Bob Hoskins, very sad about that. Uh, F1's Eccleston, how to avoid a 1.2 million billion tax bill. Jeremy <laughs> Clarkson apologises when we actually hear him apologise later. Um, Russian gas... Uh, that's interesting. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. Hey, you can win it. That astronaut launches a space meal contest. Uh, I was listening to that yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On uh, what's his name's show? The other bloke, Chris. Chris, our oh, Chris. Chris Evans. Uh, Twitter come up with a new mute feature for irritating tweets. That's quite good. So I'm <laughs> sure ours will be uh, muted. And Microsoft, this is boring, includes XP users in an update, which they said they weren't going to do, but have. Do you know what I thought you were going to have on the what? news today? I was listening to it on the radio on the way over. Um, Apple and uh, Google Android in arguing, aren't they? Can uh, you in court? Maybe we, you can get that up on uh, your device, yeah. your Google device. It's ongoing. Lots of money at stake. Lots of money at stake. Why wouldn't there be? Absolutely. That's what it's all about, isn't it? I know. You know when you do something and you actually open something and you think, I really wish I'd opened the right file so that rather than getting nothing in the background, we'd get some sort of music-based product-y type thing. I could see a little box with a red cross in it from here, which I'm assuming there's some error. (laughs) File does not exist. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, (laughs) it's just one of them things, really, when you haven't actually got um, sort of a music bed in the background. That's right. It just happens. Music beds are optional. They are. I've been told. Who told you that? Phil? Uh, Yeah. Phil. He's listening already, I think. Hello, Philip. Morning. How are you, Philip? I was saying to um, Andy Phil off air, and I feel like I'm Phil uh, off well, air. Muck, mucking, not mucking your back muck, a bit. Mucking, your show. It. Oh, sorry. I keep having to message him. <laughs> I'm, sc- I'm scared of Phil, that's the problem. Yeah, I am. I'm actually scared of him. He, scare- he scares me. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not, not, sca- not in that way. He's not, not scary. No, exactly. I'm not in a physical harm to me. Sort no, of way. just mainly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> purely. Yeah. In a, just a purely inappropriate way. Do you like that one? Uh, hang on, hang on. The webcam, I can't read the webcam takes a photo every ten minutes. This is saved for your security. There's a picture <laughs> of. <laughs> oh, <God>. So, <clears throat> I've got some aircon to go in here now as well. It's in the garage next door. It costs me hundreds of pounds, which is very good of you. But let's hope yeah. we need it. Why? Well, we want it to be warm, don't we? What? Yeah, but it will be warm in here. Yeah. Because I mean, when the when the lads are here on a Monday night. 
It smells like a, a sauna. So no, it's his bedroom. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it does. So um, Socks and deodorant. It, you got it. You got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the way forward. But it is, it's nice and warm in here at the moment. I mean, we're in it. It's we're about 22. In our pants yeah, we moment. are sitting in our pants. <laughs> I fact, I'm not wearing any. Oh, no. I thought they needed ironing. Yes, they do. They do indeed. <laughs> if you do want to uh, if you do want to get in contact with us, there's a number of ways you can do it. You can email us at studio at severnfm.com. You can... Was that was that cough? I, I was as far away as the mic was Seamless, be. so professional. You weren't looking at me, and I couldn't do that thing with my hand to say. Just go like that. I know. Above your head. Yeah, okay. No, not that. Oh, sorry. That's the coffee thing. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. no, well it's not. It's the other one. Um, you can email us studio seven fm dot com. You can text us at o seven 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 three six two nine double seven two. You can tweet us at seven fm, and you can Facebook us. Facebook.com slash 7FM. Or you can even ring us if you want to make access via telephonic means. You may call us on telephone number 01452348555. Hey, I should have said, you, you're feeling better this week. Yeah. You're, you're, you're back to your normal. I am, and I. I was horrible last week, wasn't I? I just you got it and walked out of 10 I know, I listened. <laughs> I was on the listen again. And Did you like it? The hint of panic. Me and Baz. Yeah. Well, well Baz ain't going to panic because he's a big head, isn't he? <laughs> Well, <laughs> he didn't notice that. Uh, so I had oh no, who's this? I had Coldplay playing. Is oh that, yeah, is that the Meatmeister? That's the Meatmeister, isn't it? Yeah, is, is that because of the comment of inappropriate? It behavior? could be. You never know. Actually, it it might be something to do with that. Hello, our Phil. Good morning, gentlemen. Nice to hear your dulcet tones on the radio again. The radio. <laughs> oh, he's so posh. Do you know you scare you scare poor Phil? I know, I quite know. rightly. Too. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, That's intimidating, isn't it? So the thing is, what we need no, to do I is... I can't understand what's the matter with that gentleman. He gets <laughs> up on the stage in front of hundreds, thousands of people. He takes all his clothes his off. Out, plays the guitar, and yet he worries to death about being on the radio. I know, sitting in a room with no one listening. I mean, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> Standing on well, stage with a guitar. That, don't we? That's yeah. It. That's you easy. know, we all talk to ourselves, don't we? Well, that's probably... Best form of conversation, that. Perhaps I have an issue with my own company. Maybe that's the... Maybe I need a psychologist. I have, I have an issue with it. Well, my company. <laughs> right, Paul, are there any hidden problems that you want to tell us about? Uh, yeah, I've got this, um... I've got this strange lump. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's because you're red. On my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. on your right, isn't it? <laughs> oh. yeah. Tell me about your childhood. <laughs> I was molested by a serpent. Really? That was on uh, Blackadder, <laughs> wasn't it? That's why he's frightened. Of the, that's why Percy was frightened of the sea. There you go. Uh, you heard you go. it here first. So what's happening today, Phil? What are you doing? It's that rugby today, isn't it? London Ooh. Irish last home game. Hopefully, Gloucester. we actually end up with a win this season. You know, because we've only won four times at King's Home this year, which is horrendous. Sacrilege. Yeah. Well, Andy's yeah. got his Gloucester rugby shirt on, so I that's have. always a good omen. Every time he wears yeah, it, yeah, I know. News. I can see it on the webcam. Ah. you can actually see us now, can't you? As well, have you noticed? You can actually view yeah. us. Yeah. Whereas before, it was all dark and doomy and gloomy, and now it's lovely and happy and smiley. Can I? Shall I ask yeah. Phil's professional Early advice morning on this? horror films aren't very good, are they? They're not really, not anymore. Phil, professional advice, okay, from you as an expert and a, and a man... I should man sell manager. now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sell high, high by low. I've got lots of good news that Sandy's prepared here. It's all great stuff. I've got my reading glasses and I can't see it. <laughs> what shall I do? <laughs> shall I ad lib it, the news? <laughs> Squint. <laughs> oh, thank you. Cover thank one you. eye. That's yeah. The, it's the way to do it. Actually, if I go cross-eyed, that, um, oh, that means there's two of them. Get a milk read. bottle. 
Millpool. Yeah, I've seen it with a couple of Millpools. Like a pair of sort of reverse binoculars. I have some, I do have, it's a shame Karen's not listening, because if she was, she could bring out the big magnifying glass that I've got in the... <laughs> like some geriatric radio show. Well, let's face it, you need it. Oh, I hate reading glasses. Oro thing, yeah. There again, this afternoon, if you've got nothing else to do and you don't go to rugby, there's the Jazz Festival on in Cheltenham. It is, yeah. it is. It's the, and know... there's a lot of free stuff going on there as well. I'm going tomorrow to see Lake Street dive um in the afternoon oh. so uh, they're an interesting american sort of uh band from brooklyn way so uh, well yeehaw do you know phil when it comes to music uh, you don't have to get about don't you oh you have to you know you're a long time um gone from this planet so yeah. you have to make the most of it while you're here absolutely absolutely and it's are uh, you well as i said mo- most and of the music you know it's it's a great leveler it's a great social event as well and you get out and meet people from all around the world the country you know all the countries in the world because people travel miles to see bands so uh, when are you playing face. again monkey <laughs> face <laughs> oh should be soon actually in the other direction yeah no we should be setting something soon because you know now we're now we're a real band with a complete set of members we thought we probably should do something well why not so, yeah, oh, we're, that's it, then. we're looking to do some enchantment in the next couple of months, so I'll give you a shape. I'm washing my hair. Yeah, no, and no throwing those pants at me again. That was really embarrassing when you did that. <laughs> I'm washing them this morning. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. That's fine, then. I'll tell you what I'm going to get you to do now, Phil. I'm going to put a bit of Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel on, so I'm going to get you to announce it, mate. What's, what's the song? Oh, God. Is it going to be Come what Up and See Me? Mate, it's come the only, Up and See Me, mate. Smile. It's, it's the only one that's worth playing. Well, not the only one that's worth playing. That's not true, but it's that one, yes. Oh, on 7FM. It is, yes. Eight, twelve minutes past the hour of 8 o'clock. Yes. It's Cockney Rebel. Yes. Come up and see me sometime. See you later, mate. Bye, Phil. Bye. Nothing left or gone and run away. Maybe you'll tarry for a while. It's just a test, a game for us to play. Win or lose, it's hard to smile.
no more You've taken everything From my belief in Mother Earth Can you ignore my faith in everything Cause I know what faith is and what it's worth Yeah, we don't really understand what faders are for, do we? <laughs> so we just carried on. We that just carried my, on having a conversation. And the faders that was my still fault. It's not your fault. I'm such it? a perfectionist. That little, actually, you've stopped distorting in my ear now as well. It's Have good. I? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So, true story. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what were we saying just now? We were talking about the things that annoy us. Yes. Social justice or social, social respect. Justice. Yeah, because yeah, because I had an incident yesterday. <laughs> oh, go on. So I went and picked my car up from. Um, the garage area, and when I got in it, it was rattling as I was driving down the road, so I had to drive back, and I had to turn around by Staverton Airport and drove back down, and this guy on a push bike was driving just sort of as normal, bit of one of them racer guys. Yeah, yeah. And I went to overtake him, and there was an island in front, I thought, if I just overtake now, I can slip back in and everything. Yeah. As I did do that... He pulled right out into the, not into the middle of the road, but about three foot out from the curb. Deliberately, do you Well, think? I don't know, because he didn't he see me. Her? So, I went up to the side of him and then dropped back. Yeah. And I wasn't going to say anything or do I was just going to wait and then carry on. Yeah. And he put his hand up like that and started making these gestures. Oh, dear. So, at that point, I wound the window down and said, what's your, what's, I said, you ain't going to live long driving like that. That's all I said. Yeah. And he started doing stuff and gobbling and then I just thought, that's fine, I just... I've got to go. So I carried on. When I looked in the mirror, he sat back on his bike, no-handed, yeah. and stuck both his middle fingers up to oh me. Oh, dear. And it was at that point, I had no tolerance. Yeah. So I did. had to stop the car and explain to him... <laughs> oh, no. Where's this going? Well, it got to the extent where uh, I, I, I basically could feel myself getting quite frustrated. Oh, my word. So I sort of had, had a bit of a shouting thing at him. Uh, and then he got, he carried on and, right. um, and didn't make any acknowledgement and contact to me again. But the car behind, <laughs> so we, then I ended up overtaking him. And the car behind, as we were pulling up at the traffic lights by yeah. Banfair Long Lane, um, did the same. He did the same thing to the car behind. So it was b- bizarre. Oh, he's obviously a. Um, so he must be a bit like. So we we're talking about this sort of thing when you. you he must be a cyclist on the edge. A, so- a cyclist, kind of on. <laughs> a yeah. cyclist on the edge. Always kind of ready to get cross at the next car. And once you start noticing it doing it, yeah, then, and he had oh. he had tight pants on as well. Okay, 
So you maybe, know, maybe they were too tight, and that was affecting what? his uh, his, his logical thinking. Exactly, <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so but, I, go on. But we were saying these sorts of things get. I think we're like each other, aren't we? Yeah, they get to very us much quite like a lot. each other. More, me and you are much more like each other than me and Barry or you and Barry, aren't we? <laughs> Just in case he's listening. <laughs> he won't be, really. No. Yeah. So things like we were saying, if you stop and let a car come through and they don't thank you, that really gets to me. Because I think that's just the height of rudeness. But um, And it like, happens down this lane all the time. Yeah, because it's quite narrow in places. Yeah, all the time. So, um, but you've got to be, uh, we were saying as well just off air, you've got to be careful because this stuff rubs off on your children, these attitudes. And you do have to be a bit careful. Um, and so, I, I probably can't tell this story on air. My daughter, if she's listening, will kill me. So, we've always tried to instill this kind of sense of social justice and you should do what you're told, what the teachers tell you and all this sort of stuff in my children when they're growing up. And um, when Isabel, she must have only been about five or six, and there'd been an instant when she was in nursery or uh, first year at school where the teachers had obviously asked the, um, the children to put their coats on or hang their coats up, that was it, sorry, and one of the children wouldn't. And obviously my daughter decided that this was wrong and you should be doing what the teachers tell you. So she kept on saying to this girl, you've got to hang your coat up, you've got to hang... And this girl Emily would be like that. And she would be just like that. So, and apparently, because this girl wouldn't, um, well, I say apparently, so Isabel bitter. Oh, dear. <laughs> because she wasn't doing what the teacher had told her. That's scary. So I remember a very strange conversation after that with her saying, okay, you do what you're told, but you can't take responsibility <laughs> for every other member of the human race. That is very true. But um, anyway, I, th- I, I think I think she's about five. I, I'm hoping she stopped biting people now she's got older. Yeah, she wants to. Now she's 28. <laughs> yeah, then she'll start again. Exactly. So have you ever done uh, rock, paper, scissors, Paul? Uh, yes. Uh, do you know that there's a way you can win it? Uh, so what, point... are you, what are the odds of you winning rock, paper, scissors, do you think? Well, how many rock, paper, So there's three three things, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, sim- it's quite simple to work out. It's one in three, isn't it, really? No, I bet it's not. I bet a mathematician say it's not one in three. Well, that's what, at least what chance predicts, anyway. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah one in three, but, you're going to get the right one, yeah? Yeah, so people do, do, I mean, people do play at random, and they follow hidden patterns that you can predict to win more games than you should, a ah. study has revealed. Winners tend to stick with their winning actions, while losers tend to switch to the next action in the sequence, rock, paper, scissors. Ah. Anticipating these moves could give you a winning edge, says scientists. Their strategy was revealed in a massive... (laughs) (laughs) In a massive rock-paper-scissors tournament at Shenzhen University in China. Uh, It says here, documented on the Arvix, Arxiv server, I can't say it. Scientists recruited 360 students and divided them into groups of six. Each competitor played 300 rounds of rock-paper-scissors against other members of the group. As an incentive, the winners were paid in proportion to their number of victories. Oh, well. So there you go. So you've heard it first on 7FM that you can... Well, maybe second if you've read that before or heard it before. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a bit of psychology in there then, isn't there? I think so. A bit of psychology, a bit of science. There we go. So we've done two things. Tick, tick, tick I love, two boxes. I love the way you're ticking stuff. Yeah, you've got, you got to tick stuff. As you go. So we don't do it again. Yeah, we don't do it again. again. We're going to read that again. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you do want to get in contact with us, studio at 7fm.com. You can text us 0773629772. I can't get access to the phone at the moment, so I'll just go and sort that very quickly in a second. What do you mean you can't get access to the phone? Well, I can't tell you. I can't see the phone. I can't see it. Well, that one on the wall to your right. That's not a phone. Oh, that one. That oh, one. no, no, not that one, no. no you don't mean one. that one. You mean no, the te- I don't. textual phone? Yeah, the textual one. The textual yeah. one. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this on, this song. I want to put an advert break on very quickly. And then a song, The Kinks Lola. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, and then I'm going to go and find you a magnifying glass. Thank you. And I'm going to go and find <laughs> where the phone is and just reset it, because that's what we do on seven. Because that'll bother you. It's going to bug the heck out of me. It really, really will. <laughs> I know. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. There was a whole life in this house. Photo albums from black and white to colour. School reports from 1963 to 85. Souvenirs from 20 family holidays. All gone. In a fire that took away 73 years. In two minutes. About the time it takes to test your smoke alarms. If you know an older person, please test their smoke alarms when you test yours. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Do you like quality music? Do you like a wide range of music? You do? Good. Well, I suggest you listen to me, Peter Street, every Thursday evening from 8 for two hours of top quality music as I open the music box. Music new and old, some familiar and some not so familiar, covering over six decades of glorious music. Make it a date this Thursday here on 7FM from 8pm. It's time for the music box. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South Just like cherry cola, C-O-L-A cola. She walked up to me and she asked me to dance. I asked her her name and in a dark brown voice she said Lola.
You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. Well, we didn't talk over that one, which is nice. <laughs> that should be hanger on, shouldn't it? Should should be hanger on, yeah. Hanger on. Yeah, that's true. Where is everybody? I haven't I seen Mandy know. since about 1974. What's yeah, up to I her? don't know. I'm not sure. She's given up? I think she might have done. What do you think? Uh, well, no, nah, she's still alive. I see her post on Facebook from time to time. Hmm. Perhaps she's just a busy woman. Busy lady. Busy lady. Yeah, and what's Barry's excuse today? Oh, uh, you can't be bothered. Is that <laughs> just need to lie in? I think so. Oh, he's a lazy blimmer. Person, isn't he? Yeah. I see he was um, on strike with the fireman. Well, not on strike, wasn't he supporting the picket line? I oh, think. was he? Yeah. Being the social and political animal that he is. He is a bit, Well, forget he? the social and political stuff, actually. Just... You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're concentrating. Yeah, I'm just work- trying to work out my... See, this is what worries me about doing my own show on my own. Yeah, it will. I, yeah, it will. I, It'll mess up. You'd have, to be t- <laughs> you'd have to be talking and doing all that clicking about now. Absolutely. Well, that's the way forward, isn't it? Why don't you read something out of, of here for me? Which, which, which well, one? Well, something of interest, maybe, like the tube strike. The tube strike. Yeah. Um, that'll be on the other page, then, won't it? Yeah. Uh, that'll be the one at the top. So th- yeah. let's give this a go. Do some I'm more active listening, just to tell people what you're doing. I've already, yeah. um, I, well, I was giving by myself time Gimp. to oh, see if I could read it with this magnifying glass. <laughs> this is real. I hope the webcam's off. Uh, You've so got to look at what he's doing. No, 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 no. I, really I've got do. one eye closed. I feel like a mad professor. Oh. So the tube strikes to go ahead after London Underground talks fail. A three-day tube strike is set to go ahead after talks broke down between London Underground and the Rail Maritime and Transport, the RMT Union. Members will go on strike for 72 hours oh. from 2100 BST on 5th of May Grr. over plans to close ticket offices and cut 960 jobs. Uh, talks were held at the conciliation service ACAS on Friday. Mick Cash from the RMT said that he was angry talks had broken down, while Mayor Boris Johnson said London was being held to ransom by the union. Definitely. Mr Johnson said the RMT union was digging in its heels and refusing to play its part in shaping the future of the tube, while London Underground said it was disappointed with the outcome. It's going to be two sides, isn't there, obviously? No. Uh, Mr Johnson said he was baffled by the planned strike, saying 3% of tube journeys involve a visit to Victorian-era ticket offices. That's quite a tourist feature, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Which he said cost Londoners £50 million a year to run. The union said it offered to suspend the latest strike action if London Underground had agreed to a public consultation over the plans, which are thought not to include any compulsory redundancies. It makes absolutely no sense to keep them open. Uh, and our plans will see more staff available in the public areas of stations at ticket machines, gate lines and platforms, meaning that face-to-face customer service and the ability to help people will be enhanced, not reduced, he said. That is a bit weird, though, isn't it? If it's, um, it's going to be no permanent, no compulsory redundancies, and they've had more people subscribe than redundancies are available, uh, but that's not acceptable. Well, so there is always two sides to these things, aren't there? What, what, what would be your view on this, then? Well, I, I'll just give it. Because <laughs> it affected you this week, didn't it? <clears throat> well, sort of. I didn't bother going to London. Just because it'd be <clears throat> too much grief to get around? Yeah, well, it probably wouldn't have been. I just didn't think anyone would be in the office, but they were, so... That was this sort of stuff, I mean, Londoners and people visiting and working in London absolutely rely on pretty much the tube, don't they? I mean, this is the way to get around. Everybody does it. And, you know, if it's not available, whether you agree or disagree with the reason they're doing it, the impact is massive, isn't it? It is. It is. That's that's just that's just it. So, yeah. Anyway, we Barry's not here, so no. You know, I, I, it's soapbox over there, but he's not on it. 
he's I'm, not on the soapbox. I'm sure he'd have a view. Oh, he would. He'd definitely have a view on this. Definitely. But I think you've got to be careful with some of these things because if you're on strike and it's a, and it's affecting the public, you don't want to. I guess when you're striking, you don't want them to be so cheesed off with you because of the impact it's having on you as a traveller that you lose sympathy. But at the same time, you obviously feel they need to stand up for these um, for, for what they believe in. I don't think they care. I, honestly, I that's my personal opinion. I don't think they do. I think they're just. I mean, they've. How, how much does this cost? It's probably cost more than it would keeping them there. But that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's 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 okay for the workers to impact the business. I mean, I still think my view is this is my view that. Um, yeah, they have the right to strike, but mm-hmm. the managers have the right to manage. And at the end of the day, if they have to optimise it, you can't keep jobs open for the sake of jobs. That Otherwise, we'd still be living uh, in the dark ages. We would never progress. Look at what happened to Thatcher. I mean, OK, I'm not... Uh, however she did things, I was too young to really understand. And to be honest, I'm now not... You know, it's not that interesting to me. But all I know is that she was in an era whereby we were on the cusp of progression... And there was new technology, and a lot of people thought, "Well, I don't want this new. I want still want my job." And you can understand yeah, that people, yeah. you know, I could, I would probably be the same. But in reality, can you stop progression for the sake of jobs? I don't know. Maybe that's how we should be doing stuff. But of course, you know, Margaret Thatcher still. You know, if you talk, obviously, Barry's the great one, isn't he? Yeah. Big reaction from him, um, but she still does get get into people's kind of psyches. Yeah. Don't it? it affects particularly when you talk about things like the miners' strike and. Uh, you know, I mean, that was a huge... I remember that when I was kind of young. That was a huge, huge deal, wasn't it, really? A yeah, big, it was. I mean, definitely. Look at look at where that led to. Yeah. Well, they should just... Um, what could they do? Maybe just lock them all together in a room and let them... And kiss. Fight it out. Let them kiss and cuddle. <laughs> and whatever kiss happens, happens. It's the <laughs> way forward. <laughs> Why don't we start... So, ACAS is the... Um, is the conciliation service. So, that you know, you've got the right initials, haven't you? The Andy Clark... Uh, we just got to think what the AS stands for then. Um, <laughs> Andy Stewart. Andy Clark. Yeah. And Stuart, Andy Clark and Stewart. There you go. ACAS. No, you, no, you, no, that is my name, Andy Stewart. I know, but. Uh, <laughs> Andy Clark just, and Stewart. And Stewart you could sit, oh my God. You could sit in a room. That's very clever. And I could say, we've got the ACAS service coming in. They all think there's, you know, some conciliatory. Maybe you and Stewart yeah. sitting in a room going. What's this? What's all about then? Come what's on, all, what's happening? Get some yeah. makeup, will you? Yeah, come on. Let's just talk about it, boys. Oh, so we've we just go. had an email in from Veronica. Hey, she's scaring me already. I said, um, <laughs> "You have fans listening. Greetings, cheer." <laughs> I love the way you read that out in a shouty voice. Yeah, how can she's, you tell that from the said, email? In the subject, she's saying, "Cheer up, oh. you, you have fans listening." Sorry, Veronica, <laughs> we won't happen again. I honestly promise. It, it you t- won't, you it, terrify this poor man, Veronica. Veronica, it won't happen, honestly. I look, I, if you could now. see him now, his body length, he's now twiddling about with his cable in a nervous fashion. Yeah, and because um, I don't want it where it is. And it's very long, isn't it, that cable? That's the length of it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you scare him. I don't know why. Uh, she is... Well, actually, I do know why. She's terrifying. <laughs> scares the pants off me as well. <laughs> there you go, then, you see. So you already know that. Has she got a Swedish window engineer with her? I don't know. Have you? Have you got your Swedish window, en- window engineer with you, Veronica? It's easy for you to say. She's measuring the gap and stuff. Oh, we got oh. our song. The bull is back. The bull is back. Hello. Indeed. Yeah, um... Oh, I don't know. What, what do we say about this? What do we say about it, Veronica? Uh, apart from being terrifyingly scary? Yeah. What do we say about that? Uh, her heart's in the right place. Yeah, that's the thought that counts. I don't think she knows she scares you. No. Well, I did tell her once or twice. Oh, that's good. Well, there you go. So, 
going back to the strike, um, because it's important, are you are you going to London next week? No. I'm going. Anyway, they regardless. Can go, I mean, the thing is, the thing that frustrates me is they're doing it on a bank holiday. Mm. All those tourists have come over. Yeah, it's going to reflect badly on London. Well, maybe it won't, because maybe what people will do is, we are a resilient nation. We are. We will, f- so apparently 50% of the tubes were working last week. That's not too bad. Yeah. And it's right for you, because you have your own chauffeur. Yeah, I do, yeah. He drives you around. Do I? Yeah. Oh. The bloke I was in with a cap. Oh, that's not, uh, that's not your chauffeur. car. No, it's a police officer. Oh, I see. Oh, in the, oh, I wonder why you have blue flashing lights on the top of your yeah, car. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll try to fit them. No. Is it Karen in a cap? It is. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> or him. <laughs> try doing that. You drive around London and people go, oh, you can see people blogging saying, oh, I've seen, seen Brian May chauffeuring somebody <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs> Brian May. Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, Karen, if you're yeah. listening. Will she be? She won't be now. It's 20 to 9. She won't, still won't be listening. She doesn't even know anything about this <laughs> she show. She doesn't even know the studio exists. No, she thinks it's a shed. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks we're out here. Potting. Yeah. Can I say that? You can, you can. <laughs> did, just on a, a serious note for a second, or a sad note, did you see, hear about Bob Hoskins? Yeah, no, that was really, really sad. That's sad. That is sad, isn't it? Yeah, it I mean, is. He's been around for such a long time, and he's been such an important part of sort of our British um, film industry, really, hasn't he? I heard a little clip um, of him being interviewed recently. Oh, right, yeah. Um, he was kind of, I mean, he's, he's very down to earth. I mean, he's a big, big hollywood star but he was just sort of saying look i'm a short fat boarding bloke yeah was he talking about me <laughs> he basically said um i'm no george clooney but no. he was kind of so uh, self self-effacing is that the, is that the right word oh, i think it might have been anyway he was uh, he was 71 um wow. best known for his roles in the long good friday and yep. of course uh, who framed roger rabbit which oh of course yeah that's traced. true yeah uh so he's Died of pneumonia at the oh. age of 71. Uh, Hoskins' agent said he died on Tuesday in hospital, surrounded by family. Uh, the star won a BAFTA and was Oscar nominated in 1987 for crime drama Mona Lisa, in which he starred opposite uh, Sir Michael Caine and Robbie Coltrane. Uh, he announced he was retiring from acting in 2012 after being diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Uh, we are devastated by the loss of our beloved Bob, added his wife Linda and children oh, Alex, sorry. Sarah, that's all right, Rosa and Jack, said in a statement... Bob died peacefully at ho- in hospital uh, last night, surrounded by family, following a bout of pneumonia. Oh, that is sad. It's sad indeed. That is sad. Uh, that issue that I had, is, I've just fixed. That's what you've. I've only had about. Uh, oh, look, I've thrown a bit of papers all over the floor. But I'm saying I've only had about ten percent of your attention. You have. So now it's, I'm okay. So it's one. I've seen. So I've been talking. I've looked up to see what you've got to say. No, it's about three feet away from the microphone, twiddling with stuff. I know it's got to be done. So you'll uh, have to do all of this. Oh no, I won't. I won't. Because I'm not do. here on a Wednesday. I won't know what to do. I'm in London. Can I talk about my show name? Yeah, go on. So, it's happening. It is. A week later than we thought. Yeah. So, it all got set up. Yeah. So, uh, my new co-host, I like to be able to say that, um, is going to be a certain Mr. Julian Avery, uh, also from Monkey Face. We're not trying to advertise. Take over the world. But but the reason I thought Julian would be good, and he will be good, I hope, is because, you know, we played on stage quite a lot together. I've known him a long time. Sounding familiar? Yeah. Um... I think we know each other's sense of humour quite well. How long, have you lo- lo- known him longer than me? Uh, no. That's good. <laughs> just, just checking. Just checking. a couple of years. Just checking. So I think it'll work quite well. He's a funny guy as well. He's funny. He makes me laugh. Okay. Uh, I think Is he funnier than me? No, he's not funnier than okay, you. Just check that. Okay. <laughs> you ticking stuff off go him on, as we yeah, go. Just tick him off. <laughs> so um, I think he's really up for it. Yeah. But Is he up for it more than me? No. <laughs> No, he's not. And I'm hoping. So what? I, what I want it to be, because you know, in 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 
respect for Mr. Clark and his breakfast show, I'd like to do something similar. I don't. I'm not going. I don't think I'll ever be a slick DJ kind of type person. So we want to have a bit of a laugh. We want to have a bit of fun. Kind of break up the week. So all being well, Wednesday evenings. Um, what did I say? Fifteenth, I think, is the first Wednesday. Hopefully, starting. Um, we're going to call it. Uh, what is it? Monkey Madness, isn't it? Which mean, uh, what I do I know? I, I emailed you. Oh yeah, I haven't read that. <laughs> so we're going to call it Monkey. So it's a bit of midweek Monkey Madness, and it'll just we're going to start off with an hour. See how we go. Um, by that point, you'll have banned me because I've left a fader up or something. I won't. It's, <laughs> the, the thing is, I'm not like I used to be. <laughs> why, why are you twitching? <laughs> so it should be good fun. I'm really looking forward to it. As I said to Phil Meek the other day, I'm both. Very excited and very terrified. Yeah, but why? I, I know why you're terrified because I, I can remember going into Gloss FM and being quite nervous going in there and just talking as a guest, like you are on this show. And <laughs> <laughs> meow. <laughs> what time do you want me to leave then? No, I don't. Don't don't leave me. Don't leave me. I have to show me own. Um, which I scared of. Don't worry, I've planned it all out. It's all here just in case you do go off. Just in case we have a row and you storm off and cry. You're yeah. No, not yet. It will. Um, not today, though, hopefully. Yeah, so I, I can remember, but it, but that was on FM equally. Um, I think Phil's right. You know, it's bizarre that you're happy to stand up on stage. You're happy to go and do the voice uh, and oh, yeah. ridicule yourself completely and make <laughs> yourself look so pathetic Humiliate and my. stupid <laughs> and just desperate for attention. Thank and, you. Y- and yeah, you won't sit in front of this microphone yep. and talk to that clock. Because that's what you're going to do. Well, yeah, but it's because there's a desk for the slidey things and buttons that I don't understand and things to press and things to queue up and songs to get ready. And Yeah, it is, but you will... So, I mean, you... Yeah, all right. And all joking aside, it is terrifying sitting here. No, no, it's not, it's <laughs> no. not at all. But there, is, there, there are things going on all the time that I'm doing that you you either might not be aware of, but you will become aware of, yeah. and you will do the same thing. It, and it will take you a while to get it to I me. I have so become what? more aware of it since I've been doing my so, show, which is why I wanted a, somebody Since with you've been me. doing your own show. Since I've been thinking, well, since I've made the decision to do it, or since we've Sorry, agreed to do it. Sorry, I've been picking up. I am all just, horrible, it was, It's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I do keep an eye a bit more what you're doing now. So I think I'll try and not do it like that. Yeah, just do it properly. <laughs> Don't do it like what I do it. So um, it'll be good. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll have a couple of, I need a, a bit more practice. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll I mean, why not sit in on Sean's show if he lets you at 10 and just watch what he does? I might put him off. He's professional. He'll put my slider down, my fade, and won't let me speak. He might do that. Oh, yeah, he won't when you're talking. No, that's fine. No, I'll leave. I, 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 I think, and I'm one of these people, I, everything has to be step by step. Yeah, no, I noticed that. I noticed when you, and that, to be honest, is I was, I was watching you write stuff down. My mum does that. Really? She's an ex-school secretary and she What's writes she doing a radio down. show then? Oh, you mean she does that? She's doing that. Oh, yeah, she you. does that. Um, <laughs> the thing is, whenever I see anyone do that, I think, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I do it in meetings. I will write. I am terrible at taking minutes. I'm terrible at running a meeting and writing stuff down. So what I'll do is I'll write something down. Uh, I, I can't even think of anything now. It'll be something like, Dave has to speak to customer services and make sure that he gets all of the copy signed off for this release that's coming out next week. That's what's discussed. Yeah. And I'll just write D, C, S, copy. Oh, I might not even put copy. I'll just put stuff. Also, and then I'll read it, and then I'll think, oh. So I have to <laughs> ring Dave anymore. I don't know. I'm listening. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's quite sad that I just, I, you actually are doing it the right way. So, so what my sheet will look at 
will basically sheep. You got a sheep coming in here. Sheet of paper will look right. like will say arrive at studio, yeah. open door. Yeah, but that's right. <laughs> but the thing is, in in my head that happens. I just don't write it down. I think yeah. that's the difference. That it's in my head. And I suppose the av- massive advantage I've got is I built this, so I know how all this yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't stop me doing stuff wrong. But the reason I want it written down like that is because... And I probably hey, I, won't You're even right, re- I'm not... No, you're right. I probably won't even need to refer to half of it, because oh, I'll will, do it. because you'll mess up. I <laughs> 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 Julian's listening. Do you think he will be? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's not interested. <laughs> not, not unless... Not unless he's... Um, not unless he's on it. Then it'll be me, me, me. Oh, oh, bless his little socks. No, uh, so anyway, I am looking forward to it. It'll be funny. Um, and I think taking the pressure off myself by, you know, if we if, if something goes wrong on this show, we laugh about it and we make a feature of it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it again next week. Oh. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll be good fun. Oh, my gosh. You will not believe this. What? We have had an email from the man. Which one? I will read it out. Go on. You, I know you want me to read it from there. Your anger issues really need some soothing somehow. Leave the poor cyclist alone. I can't leave you guys alone for a minute. Oh, sorry, you were busy doing something else then, I was were you? picking up my papers and Picking and up your coughing. nose. Um, it's from the buzzer. It can't be. It is. He's, he's listening. Nine. He's listening. Hang on. Did you know the biggest biggest issue about all this? We haven't insulted him yet. No, I know. Normally, Oh, we... I did. I said I was a big head, didn't I? But, uh, oh, but yeah, yeah, but I am as well, yeah, so that's fine. <laughs> I think you said he was confident. Did I? Yeah, he's no, I listening. Said big That's fantastic he's listening. Yeah. Oh. Right, should we start on him now then? Yeah, let's do that. So well, we, we kind of had a go at him over the politics. Yeah, I'm not we? really sure about his politics and his, uh, his uh, position in the uh, the spectrum of politics. It's too... It's a bit Dickensian, isn't he? Yeah, he is a, he's a what? Uh, he's a... He's what do you call him? A fascist. <laughs> a fascist? <laughs> no, no fascist. you said he was a... What? Dickensian. Oh, I missed. <laughs> oh, right. He's Dickensian. Shall I write it down? Yeah, if you could. <laughs> Thing is, Bar, you've H-E-A-D. gone into the. You've gone into the junkie. I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny at anything. No, you've gone into the junk. You've folder. gone into the junk email. <laughs> say junk email. Bally spam. That is unbelievable. And there's another one from somebody called Sam that says. Would you like to increase the lead sales generated from your website? Yes, please. As we only suggest business keywords, which brings more traffic on your site. Okay. Now, the fact that is bad grammar means it's not... It's valid. <laughs> from England. Yes, delete. And what uh, about Barry's? VIP watches. Yeah, delete, I'll have yeah, one of them. Have, okay, yeah. And VIP goods. Yeah, delete, yeah you're yeah, in good company right. here, Barry, in the spam folder. Yeah, you really are, Barry. You are. Oh, and we've got another email. Um, oh... From Mark Farity and Co. Limited. Oh, blimey, get him. MFI tax. Co. MFI? <laughs> MFI. <laughs> no. MF. It's the subject is dull and the content is dull, dull, dull. Oh, get him. Well, there's just one thing we have to do with that email. What's that? Put uh, it with Barry in the spam. No, delete. There you go, that's gone. Just because we got a bit political this yeah, morning. Pathetic. I hope you can't fix your blimmin' socket on your Galaxy S5 or whatever it is. Is it broken? Yeah, he sent me an email asking if I knew how to fix it. Did he? Yeah, I said Google it. Because I, I don't... <laughs> I mean, I, if it was me, I'd just fix it. Yeah. Because that's me. Right. But if it's someone else's, I ain't interested. <laughs> that's not true. Have you got Actually, the special little screwdriver set you need to take apart? No, I haven't. I don't. I wouldn't. I take it to. I. I do what I said him to do. Take. Go onto Google and look for a repair that you can send it off to, and they do a fixed price uh, to do fair it. Fair enough. Because it's just life's too difficult to do stuff. Yeah, you can spend ages trying to fix oh, something. Oh man, man, trying to fix your man, man. Is he broken? Man, that's what I said when when I. That's what my nephew said to me when he was two and I was seven. And I was in my bed in Cotton Room, which you've... No, I was going to say... I wish I'd been in. Yeah. No, in, you've been in that bedroom, because when <laughs> yeah. we were younger, you Probably stayed... You and bed, Simon yeah. stayed not in the... I don't think you were in the bed. 
And I looked at the end of my bed, and there was a man stood there in a cloak and a hat. No. Yeah. And, um... I, I found s- the hat downstairs. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and as I saw him there, my little nephew stood up and went, Man! And pointed at him. Oh, my word. And then, God, he, dis- look, and look. then he disappeared. That is actual goose pimples I've got yeah. on my arm now. Absolutely. I don't like that now. No, I know. Well, I... So, next door, Mitch from next door, um, who's, who's here, she... Well, not here, but there. She's <laughs> uh, a medium. And she's reading me later. Really? Yes. Well, good luck with that, love. And we're also, yeah, <laughs> we're also going to stay at a castle in St. Breville's, I think it is. A big castle, a haunted castle. You're no, you're going to... No. I'm, we're going, so, two weeks' yourself. time, I won't be here. So you can do the show. Okay. With Barry. All right, is that before or after I've done my first ever show? I think it'll be after. Okay, we'll be fine. It might be before. Oh, Okay. I can't remember. It's probably during, I don't know. I'll oh, let you know. So, so you're going to say... We're no... going to stay on the Friday night. Do, and... do you believe... Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Ghost. Well, I'm a Reiki healer, aren't I? So I have to believe in all you're of you. what? I'm a Reiki healer. What's a, is that? When I put my hands on over you. Does that mean you go and get a garden implement and... There's no touching. Where's the rake come into it? There's no rake. Oh, I see. No, there's no rake. Um, R-A-I-K-I. Yeah, exactly. Can yeah. you explain what Reiki is? It's a... It's it's the channeling of um, powers to allow self-healing and healing. Is this a thing that where you put stones on people? No, that's the stone thing. <laughs> Reiki is that you hold your hand above your above the person's body about four inches above. What are you looking up for? Oh, geez, I don't know. I just thought there might be an hand above my head. Oh no no no! There's... Oh no! You caught me on that earlier. Yeah, I did. For those listening, he's pretending there's someone behind me coming in for the door. So you look around and it's nobody there. <laughs> don't, I'm not. I want to around. Don't because all this talk about ghosts and stuff. Well, this uh, this was actually built on an Indian burial ground. Yeah, but, yeah I've seen that film on a Wednesday. Ghost, yeah. yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, it's <laughs> big. Lots of big in, Indian burial grounds in uh, in uh, Gloucestershire. In Quesley, in Hardwick. Sorry, yeah. Quesley. I don't live in Quesley. Good God, <laughs> blimey! Only the rough people <clears throat> live in Quesley, don't they, Buzz? Yeah, exactly. You say that's all right. He lives in Kingsway. He I can, does. I can hear him saying it out loud. Yeah. He does. Do you know what? We're um, we're only. 120 followers off 2,000 followers. 2,000 followers. 2,000 followers. So I think I can get that done over this weekend. Good. And then we're in the big game then, and then we start bigging it up. I better start following you, You, aren't I? Yeah. (laughs) If you're (laughs) following us. That'd be great. Ah. Ah, It's been a laugh, hasn't it? So, ghosts. Yes. You believe in them. Oh, gosh, yes. And you've seen them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen... I don't think I've ever had any supernatural experiences. Yeah, I have. I can feel stuff. I know, well, you should stop doing that. I know, I need to, really. Get you into a lot of trouble. Absolutely. Um, no, I don't think I've ever had a, an occurrence where... And I don't get... I used to get terribly scared mm-hmm. as a child. When so you are a little girl. This is my routine yeah. when I was about... Oh, well, probably up to the age of about 18. Well, maybe a bit younger. Oh, yeah. Um, get to the bottom of the stairs. Yep. When it was bedtime. Get mum to list, to sit on the sh- end of it. Shout to my mum and dad, really loud. I'm going up to bed now, mum, yeah. and I've got my knife. That was in case there was anybody upstairs. You had a knife? No. Oh. That's what I used to shout. So if there was anybody scary, a monster, anything upstairs, <laughs> they'd know I had a knife. Yeah. And they'd be thinking, so in my brain, the monster upstairs was thinking, oh, blimey, I better get out of the way, because if he's got a knife, he's going to hurt me. Yeah. So the monster's gone, um, gets to the top of the stairs, run across the landing, in case there was something going to jump out. Yeah. And then from my door to the bed, and I know I'm not the only child that did this, I take a flying jump in case there was anything under the bed, which tried to grab my leg because I went by the bed. Yeah, uh, and then that so that got me into bed. Yeah, 
and then you had to be very careful and you had to lie and sleep in the centre of the bed without any hands or arms hanging out or poking out. Oh, or I couldn't have arms. Hanging down the side in, in case, case they dragged you out of bed. Yeah. The fact they could just lift up the clothes, the bed quilt, <laughs> and drag you out is irrelevant. <laughs> it's having that hand, but I can't do that now. Can't you? No, I can't. I, have to, I still have to. I cannot get into bed. We've got mirrors in our uh, sliding mirrors. Yeah, uh, a bit of it there on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> on the floor. It's quite nice. <laughs> I, I can't get into That's bed. That's why always wearing a. Oh, no, 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 no. That's why you wear the kilt. That's exactly right. That's why she does. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So I, I can't get into bed if the door, if any of the glass things are open. That's uh, not scared. That's being like Alan Partridge. No, no, it's not. Isn't it? No, no, that's because there could be monsters seeing me from the other side. Oh, my word. <laughs> Luckily, we, I bought a bed where the gap is about an inch off the floor, if that. Right. So a monster couldn't sleep. But did you have a loft monster in your house? No. 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 I did. No. So I in Colton Road. Right. Do you remember Colton Road yeah, at all? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you go up the stairs, and then yeah. you've got a landing to the front with a bathroom. Yeah. Room at the end. And then you've got a landing which is slightly raised up, probably about half, about eight. Eight inches, ten yeah, inches. Yeah. It's about that long. And that, um, you, you go into that one bed. And then above my bedroom, or between my bedroom and my mum and dad's bedroom, was a loft. Okay. And there was a hatch. Right. And in there lived this monster. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'd never seen him, but I had dreams. And the, con- the dream I had was that when I, when I would get up to go for a wee in the night, the loft monster would come down... <laughs> <laughs> and he would put his hand up like this, because he had a hand, and he was a he. Right. He wouldn't have been so bad if it was a she. I'd have probably... <laughs> Fancied crack, it. ...cracked onto it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you doing next week, love? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've just scared some kids tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, that was a female loft monster's voice. Yeah, I a male one is yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, deeper than deeper that, of course, yeah. yeah. And it would put its hand up, and its powers from its hand would stop me uh, running, and I'd be running on the spot. Oh, my word. And then trying to scream, but nothing was coming out. Okay. Something would have been coming out, and it probably would have been... Because <laughs> that's what happens when you scream in a dream, isn't <laughs> it? like a frightened kitten. <laughs> that's strangely nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, this was... This no, we was... Never lo- and it's, uh, the irony is, you've ended up with four lofts now. Yeah, we have. You've got four monsters up there. Oh, don't, because I hadn't even <laughs> thought of that. Do you know, I hadn't even thought of the loft monster. The thing is, we live in a... We live in a in a house which is quite nice, it feels nice, um, but we did have an incident around the decking area about five years ago, and the incident... And I'm being serious now. <laughs> an incident around the decking area? Is yeah. a euphemism? No, it's not. It's, <laughs> okay. just, it's just straight up. Right. So the incident was, my mate Kev, have you met Kev? He's not opinionated at all. He hates everything and hates everyone. <laughs> don't think I've met Kev. Uh, he's a meat delivery technician. Uh, a AKA butcher, butcher. slash lorry driver. <laughs> meat... <laughs> A meat delivery technician. Love, he is a lovely guy. Okay. But he's pretty handy with his fist as well, right, as you okay. do. But he's a lovely guy. That's um, why he's a lovely guy. Yeah. And he was stood up on the deck, you know, and he was having a fag, wasn't he? He was having a fag up on the deck, and yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I walked off, I walked off, didn't I? That place is possessed, Clarky's house, isn't it? It's possessed, Clarky's house. <laughs> Went going there again. He said, oh. And what happened was, as he walked off the deck in, he doesn't know why, but his foot gave way. He didn't trip, and he, yeah. he just... His ankle went, and he ended up on the floor. I was mowing the lawn <laughs> with a, this is the honest truth, with a mower. Yeah. And as I was mowing, and I saw him fall, I took my hand off the mower. Yeah. At which point, the blade come undone off the mower and hit him in the foot. Oh, my word. At the same time. Oh. Yes. That's 
spooky. That is very spooky. That's like that's something from a horror film, isn't it? Where there's well, some horrible entity making these things happen. Yes, that's what he was saying. Definitely. And oh, the word. weird thing is, we bound our boundary is a graveyard. It is, yeah. So in does theory, that bother you living next door to no, a graveyard? No, it doesn't because they don't hang around, do they? The graveyard. No, there's one ghost apparently in the graveyard. Well, here. Well, it, uh, but I read it's the I, keeper of the graveyard. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. that's it. I, I just assumed that. I don't yeah. know why. I just felt it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I didn't know that. Oh, it's suddenly not so warm in here. We eh? should get Michelle to come in here and talk to us. What, your medium? Yeah. Have you got any larges? No. Just <laughs> a medium. Okay. See, I'm very sceptical about mediums, if I'm completely honest. Yeah. Um, and clairvoyance and all, all that sort of stuff. I'm fairly sceptical, but... You know, everybody's got... Well, most people have got something in their life that they just can't explain. No. Like the Murr incident. The Murr incident. Well, well. So, see, our house is 100 and 200 years old. Is that right? No, it's older than that. Your house, yeah. years old. Your house? Yeah. How can it be? It's a bungalow. Yeah, but it used to be a little two, two-roomed thatched cottage. I'll show you a picture. We've got, we've got deeds that. from our house going back to 1860-something. So you know it's not too interesting. I, but it's, anyway, there's been there's been something there for a long time, um, and I would have thought that would have scared me. But I'm I'm fine now. I'll sit. I'm at, I'm very rarely on my own overnight. But I've watched horror films on my own, and the only one that really scared me when I watched it on my own was um, was the Blair Witch Project, and I watched that, and we're surrounded by a lot of trees. Yeah. I watched it on my own, uh, and I did finish it, and then looked round, look outside. It was dark, windy. I could see all the trees blowing about, and thought, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best thing to do. Really. It's, uh, it's quite scary, all this stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. We were talking yesterday. So we, m- my sister and I, we stayed in a place when my niece, who's now 38, 39, was um, 16. Yeah. And she was, so we were in this place, and my sister, every time she turned around in the garden, it was the south of France, nobody spoke English. She saw a little girl stood there in cheesecloth, little pigtails, pale complexion. Yeah. And then she was like, where'd she come from? And then she'd look... And it's that thing when you watch a film. Don't take your eyes off it because if you look away and look back, it'll be gone. gone. That's what she did, and it's gone. Oh. So then, then the next night, she's in a bunk bed, and my um, niece is on the top, and she's going, "Get off, mum! What are you doing? Stop it! Stop it now! Stop poking me in the arms because I'm not not doing anything, Kath." She said, "Well, if you're not, who is?" So they swapped round, and it carried on. And my sister was somebody was poking her in the arm oh there was no word. one stood there I got so hysterical goose pimples again now I got so hysterical I had to go and sleep in the married couple's bedroom <laughs> on the floor <laughs> because I was frightened so Phil's just messaged me so the ghost in the other studio was Andy's friend then yeah which studio I don't understand that Phil no we don't understand <laughs> Phil you crazy man Oh dear! Right, we need to talk about something non-ghosty because I literally have goose pimples. Quite literally, coming up to the news, aren't we? We are very shortly, in about a minute's time. Oh, have we peaked too soon? We have. Well, you have by bringing it up. Sorry. So you'll <laughs> learn all this. <laughs> you'll learn. I was just all this making stuff. a feature of it. Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah, but normally you're doing this thing. You're not doing the wind it up. No. Yeah. No, I, I normally I thought do. You're telling that. me there's a helicopter outside. Not really. No. <laughs> there's no helicopters allowed. Yeah. No. No, no more ghosts. Then we'll cheer up. We'll cheer up. Well, otherwise, you'll have Veronica mailing in. Oh. I bet she's got some. She's into this big time. Is she really? Yeah, Veronica. Tell us some ghost stories. Wow. Email us just with a ghost story. By the way, Paul is. Uh, Mark is just. Did you see the subway halal pork non-story as blown out of proportion by the Daily Vile and the scum? What's this? I didn't. Did, did you? Is did that you code? S- I think the Daily Mile, Mail and the Sun, I think he means. Oh. Uh, anyway, just, I, I don't get that, but we'll, we'll look at it. <laughs> we'll look um, into that. J- 
just a quick one. As we come out of the news, we're going to be doing a bit of back-to-back from Seal. Kiss from a Rose and a Jakarta Seal song called My Vision. The nice version. Top choice. Have you heard them both? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to go and have a cup of coffee. And we'll be back after this on Severn FM. Across Gloucester and around the world at 7FM.com. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM.
What's that called at the end? We were doing a bit of a cappella. Yeah, but what's that? That's when you go from a minor to a major? Oh, I don't know. It's you French. Do you do that a lot. I do. It's called Tears play. to Pick a Day. Thank you. I don't know what it means. I've got all their albums. Oh, they're lovely. <laughs> Fantastic band. That's good. Yes. Birgitta would know that if she was listening. She Would she? She's a very highly trained clarinetist. Oh, I did not know. Yeah. B flat, B flat, B flat. Well, she's all right, really. <laughs> yeah, that's what they, the key they play. <laughs> is that Birgitta flat? No, B flat. Oh, I see the key. Yeah. <laughs> a reed instrument. I would imagine if she can play the f- clarinet, the fingering, I believe, is the same for... Um, flute and saxophone, or is it flute and saxophones the same? Uh, not the same for clarinet. I can't well, remember. You know, remember the little girl and I used to work in a music shop. I did when you used to work at Hickey's. Yeah, what was, was it called? Hickey's? It was called Duxon and Pinker. Yeah, we used to call it someone else, but I, I can imagine what <laughs> Simon had a new name for it. I bet he did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, of course, we used to sell all this stuff. So yeah. I taught myself to play a scale on pretty much every instrument in that shop. Really? Flute, clarinet, saxophone, everything. Oboe was blooming tricky. <laughs> and they didn't like you um, putting the reeds back in the for sale drawer after <laughs> you'd used them. <laughs> after you'd lick them. <laughs> lick them and kiss them. So there you go. True story. True story. <laughs> so Mr. MCF. No, no, that's not MCF. It's MF. What is it? MDF. MDF. MDF, yes. I re- he's come in, he's emailed us and said, he's emailed to studio at, seven, studio at severinfm.com. And he said, uh, I remember when we were kids, I was staying at Helen's one Halloween and we watched the film of the same name with Dan. Afterwards, Dan had to go up home and he left confidently walking up Tuffley Avenue. <laughs> we watched out of the window and when he thought he was out of sight, he started sprinting at the middle <laughs> of the road. That's fantastic. <laughs> We used to so when we used to go through a phase of watching horror movies. Oh. I, I don't think that was either just around the time I'd met you, Andy, or, or just just after. Um, we only had one rich friend that had a video player oh. in the colour telly, and we used to all pile around his house with his parents' permission, watch horror films, which are obviously too old for us. Um, and after one of these, actually, this was at Simon's. We'd watched it at Simon's. I was standing in his hallway, to say goodbye, and um, we'd wa- must have watched it in the day. And it was a film about a violent, stabbing, murdering person who went around. One of these typical, you know, slasher sort of videos. Saw. Yeah. And uh, just as I was saying goodbye, the paper boy put a paper through the door right to my back. Oh, no. And my brain, I just thought I'd been stabbed. Honestly. There was no doubt in my brain I'd been stabbed. Honestly. And Simon, he said, I just I just went completely white and sort of went, ah. <laughs> I thought, right to the small of my back, this paper went. Funny. Fantastic. True story. Absolutely. There you go. Anyway, we're not doing ghosts anymore. I'm getting goose pimply no, again. I'm going to rub in so my arms. We're seeing if we can try and get Mitch to come in here for a bit. Um, Didn't Mitch he go quick, though? Bit Mitch being the medium. Mitch the medium. Mitch the medium. Yes. I'm scared of her now. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> I'm scared of everybody and everything, aren't I? Don't be scared. I'm not. Don't be scared. Be a man. I, th- I think the thing is, if you're scared, do you know who, sh- who you should literally call? Uh, is it Ghostbusters? No. It's these guys. <laughs> Days are over. You don't have to say about. 
You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. We've all been there. You're watching TV with a whole family when the two lead characters start getting intimate. Your daughter goes red, her boyfriend goes maroon, your wife puts the kettle on, Uncle Ian swears he's heard the doorbell, and let's face it, you'll never look your mum in the eye again. Or try watching it in HD. With even more subscription-free HD channels on the way, buy a Freeview HD TV and learn what awkwardness really is. Freeview HD. How good is that? Subject to coverage. Aerial upgrade may be required. Visit freeview.co.uk. Mum, how long till lunch is ready? I'm starving. Well, it sounds like it's ready now. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Dave, I'm fed up with that blooming thing going off every time you want a bacon sandwich. Get the stepladder and take the battery out, will you? Your smoke alarm is there to save your life. But a quarter of all smoke alarms won't work in a fire, often because someone has taken out the battery. No matter what, never disable your smoke alarm. After all, knowing when you've burnt lunch is a small price to pay to keep your family safe. Fire kills. You can prevent it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. You're back on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with me and Paul and my and Karen. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> he's coming. Can sneak out now. Look, look, she's like she's just stood there. Can I just say what I said about the towel because it did make me laugh. Yes. So you, have you just? Had, oh, she. Oi, oi. Sorry. Have you just got out of the shower or something? Is that what it is? So all I could see is Karen's wet hair poking around the door and a towel in your hand. I couldn't see anything else of you, and I thought, my God, she's covered for her naked. Yeah, she does that all the time. <laughs> Can only, I when say that? Here, only when you're here. Only when you're. Oh, here. I see. Yeah. Bizarre. I know. You know, I don't want any of this nonsense when I do my show on a Wednesday night, all this accidentally leaving the curtains open. Oh, you've caught me in the bath again. I, I'm every time. It's embarrassing. It is, it is embarrassing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> stop it, Karen. I'm going to get, a, gonna get <clears throat> a, a whack around the back of the head in a minute. It's the way forward. <laughs> there she's we go. going now. Bye, Karen. Oh, thank God she's gone. <laughs> so, importantly now, Jeremy Clarkson. So, I wonder what... Um, I wonder what... Mark Farrity's got what, next time. Jerem- I'm, oh, he's just said next time I'm scared. I don't see what use a prostitute will be. What did we say? I don't know. What did we say? We must have said something. Can we rewind? Uh, we can. <laughs> but, <laughs> but let's let's talk about Jeremy Clarkson because okay. I think that's quite a hot topic at the moment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to read what's written, which is Jeremy Clarkson apologises over racist rhyme. So the BBC Top Gear presenter presenter. Rather, <laughs> Present tense. Present tense. Jeremy Clarkson has issued an apology on Twitter after footage, which wasn't broadcast of him appearing to use a racist word, was given to a tabloid newspaper. The Daily Mirror reported that the star using the N-word in a nursery rhyme. Bearing in mind that uh, we all probably used to use that. We, yeah. When we were little, yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody really... Mm, yeah. yeah. Although the paper claims it was later edi- edited out of the BBC broadcast... In his apology, Clarkson said he was horrified that it sounded as though he had used it. The presenter added he was begging forgiveness that it appeared that way. He said in two takes he mumbled where it was supposed to appear in the rhyme. In a third take he used the word teacher instead. I think I remember. Earlier he tweeted, I did not use the N-word, never use it. The mirror has gone way too far this time. So I tell you, we've actually got um, a clip of him apologising. So let's just run this um, and I'd just like to get people's thoughts on this at studio at 7fm.com 
Ordinarily, I don't respond to newspaper allegations, but on this occasion, I feel I must make an exception. A couple of years ago, I recorded an item for Top Gear in which I quoted the rhyme Eeny Meeny Miny Moe. Now, of course, I was well aware that in the best-known version of this rhyme, there is a racist expression that I was extremely keen to avoid. The full rushes show that I did three takes. In two, I mumbled where the offensive word would normally occur, and in the third, I replaced it altogether with the word teacher. Now, when I viewed this footage several weeks later, I realised that in one of the mumbled versions, if you listen very carefully with the sound turned right up, it did appear that I'd actually used the word I was trying to obscure. I was mortified by this, horrified. It is a word I loathe. And I did everything in my power to make sure that that version did not appear in the programme that was transmitted. In fact, I have here the note I sent at the time to the production office, and it says, I didn't use the N-word here, but I've just listened through my headphones, and it sounds like I did. Is there another take that we could use? Please be assured, I did everything in my power to not use that word. And that I'm sitting here begging your forgiveness for the fact that obviously my efforts weren't quite good enough. Thank you. So what do you think then? So the thing is about Jeremy Clarkson, he does like to push the boundaries and he does like to be a bit controversial and it gets him lots of publicity and, it, you know, he's a funny guy. But on this occasion, I think I'm on his side. I, I am as well. I genuinely don't think that he intended to use the word. And the bit that kind of pushes it over the edge for me is that, and I think it was the Daily Mirror that indicated this, they used um, sort of voice recognition experts with high-tech gadgets to pull out this mumble and try and interpret kind of what he said. Mm. So, you know... They've actually put the footage on uh, the Daily Mirror, put the footage. Now, if I was Jeremy Clarkson, the first thing I would do, or the BBC, is I would sue them for breach of copyright. Wow. Because at the end of the day, I would like to know how that's been... How has that been... What? So, obviously, the, the production company, who own the rights to that footage, somebody's got that and exploited it. Now, it wouldn't be them, because they wouldn't want that to happen. So, somebody has done it. And the thing is, how many people... How many times... How many times do we say things off air that you wouldn't want people to listen to? Is that fair to say? Or am yeah, I just... Yeah, being, yeah, I because don't know, we because would talk together as, you know mates and say things about a friend of ours or whoever you were to so-and-so you know the, the mayor's got because we know the context of which we're saying it, and you know me and i know you and if yeah. i say something you know the context that maybe it's a joke or yeah. i say it to shock you but i don't mean absolutely. it absolutely whereas if it was heard then i guarantee that especially you you would be arrested within 10 minutes <laughs> but is there something that the mirror and other newspapers say if it's in the public interest they're allowed to kind of do these things is that how they get around it i, I don't know i suppose there's an argument to say I well that's know. the type of person he is but the fact he used a nursery rhyme that i've used you you've used and probably most people but i used it from the age of about 
three or four that you would chant in the, in the school ground. And, Up to the age of 62, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, but there was never... I didn't even know what it meant no, in those days. Either. It was a nursery rhyme the same as you learnt, you know. So, it's a... I mean, we've got to be careful. It's a, it's a difficult subject. You've got to be very careful these days, but there was never... And what about these songs that have explicit lyrics in them with those words in? Ah, that's different, because in America, the context of the word is different. Well, the con- yeah, but the context of the... Yeah, but then... Is it different? Yeah, so they would refer... They would use the N-word to refer to an, a kind of... Uh, just a, someone else they know. Like, oh, I don't know if it's a friend... Well, I don't think it's an offensive term in that sense, if they so use it in that context. Is it the context it was used in? So the fact it was used in a nursery rhyme, that it's not... He didn't... He wasn't saying anything negative himself, or is that irrelevant? Well, it's irrelevant if he's used it, because he's using what is, na- in modern society, a very offensive word. So if he quoted some lyrics out of one of those songs with the N-word in it, how would that be taken? So, I think this happened a few years ago. I'd have to research. I'm sure there was a, a US artist on a British radio station that used the word, um, or something like this, and, and was kind of horrified. And there's the guy, the, the black comedian that's on Have I Got News For You. It might have been him. Reginald, oh, the American one who talks Reginald like this. Somebody. D. Hunter. Yeah, He's Reginald funny. D. I'm sure, and I'd have to research this, that he used that word. And, and they didn't edit it out. Because, but in the context that he was using yeah. it, it's the same as him saying, yo, bro, you know, whatever the sort of slang words, they use that word. So the context that Jeremy, Car- uh, Jeremy Kyle, Jeremy Clarkson used it was that he didn't mean it. Yeah. Is that acceptable? Um... If he used it and he didn't mean it, he should... But he actually did genuinely use it, then that's fair cop. He's a broadcaster and... But he didn't you know, use it on a piece that was broadcast. Somebody's gone and found it and exploited it. Uh, yeah, that's a bit That's a bit different. It's like, you know, I mean, there's been various politicians that have been caught kind of, in quotes, off-air. John Prescott, didn't he? We moaning about a woman that he was talking to and he got caught, so... John Prescott? No, that was... Um, uh, wasn't it John Prescott? No. Who no, was the politician? That was the, that was the Prime Minister. The idiot with Scottish Oh, one. sorry, yes, yes, sorry. Sorry, Gordon did I say Brown. idiot? Sorry, I didn't Gordon mean idiot. Gordon Brown, Gordon Brown, that's right, yeah. yeah. So these things happen, you've got to be careful, you're in the public eye, it goes with the territory. Yeah. So you've got to be careful. If you're going to say something off air, or in what you think is private and is picked up, then, I don't know, it, you you know, when you're famous like this, I mean, he earns a lot of money, he's got a lot of perks, maybe the flip side of it is you've, you know, you're going to get caught up on these things. But it's, it's interesting that he's... Because um, he's all... You know, if you look at the press for Jeremy Clarkson over the last few years, he's up, he's upset the Mexicans. He had all sorts of, you know, political leaders in different countries writing letters of complaint. There was a thing where they did the bridge over the ri- River Kwai where he was using an offensive term about an Asian person and all sorts of stuff. That He kind of lives on the edge. And lorry on, drivers? Yeah, absolutely. Caravans. Yeah. But on this one, I think... Yeah, uh, that seems a bit harsh to me. Uh, what, I, that he's I, being penalised yeah, he, and he's he, apologised. He does have some sympathy, and I, ju- I don't. So, so, so the kind of funny side of this, and I can't use the word, but uh, James May jumped to his offence. He said he may be many things, and in fact, he's a complete bleep 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 bleep. Yeah. But he's not a racist. Yeah. So you know, as I said on this, I think he's got my sympathy. <laughs> I like James May. That's fantastic. And I, I'd have to write down the word that he said for you. I, I, I think I know it. <laughs> I think I know what it was. You, you've got him in churches. Yes. Yeah, and you know the other. <laughs> And he's going to write it down for me. <laughs> he called him, eh? This will probably come up on the webcam now. <laughs> <laughs> so the letter... Which made me chuckle. He said he was... Oh, crikey, that's he, fine. Is it? Yeah. You told me off as using a slang word for wee-wee last week. Yeah, but that's different. That's <laughs> not a slang word. That's a swear word. See, I wouldn't say that. What? That word I've written down. Well, that's but that's not w- a swear word. It is. Do you know what that means? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why did I feel the need to ask you I that question? Know. 
<laughs> I wonder what Mark. See if only we could find someone who's not opinionated like Mark Farity. Yeah, to, to I wonder what he his, would say. Give us his opinions. Who knows? I don't know. Let's play another song. Why not? Let's have a bit of Shaggy and uh, Oh Carolina. Can you do the voice? Oh Carolina. Mm, I'm telling you, this is Shaggy. That wasn't anything <laughs> like him. <laughs> <laughs> He's morphed into Terry Wogan. <coughs> Oh, yes. this is Shaggy. Oh, this is Shaggy on Terry Wogan's 7 o'clock. <laughs> Whatever. I ain't doing any more pressions ever. Ever, <laughs> ever, ever. That's you it. We're finished. Take me home. shopping so i wanted to check that you've got the things on my list right are you coming into the store to do the shopping or did you want to order by telephone mm, 
Mum, come in then, to look around. Where do you want the grocery, dear? Well, can I give you my shopping list? No, I'm just on the switchboard, I'm sorry. You want to go through to groceries? Uh, customer services, thank you. We don't actually have a customer services. If you just want to find out if we've got certain products, I'll put you through to the shop floor. Yeah, thank you. Hello? I'm telling you, this is shaggy. I'm afraid they've put the phone down. What type of goods are you trying to find out if we sell? Um, well, I'd like a deluxe toilet seat for my mother, a adjustable spanner set for my brother, we, a parasite den. Hello, we don't sell those type of goods. We don't sell toilet seats or spanners or anything like hardware, I'm afraid, or bathroom accessories. A parasite den, roof pad by pajamas, a hover lawn mower, because I broke my father's. I want a because my head is splitting and ten balls of wool so I can do me knitting a big wooden box to store all me junk and for a bit of a laugh I'll have a game of kaplunk a dechlorinator for use in me fish tank to sweep up me carpet I'd like a U-bank I'll have a Java cake and a pack of jammy dodges and the autobiography of Ginger Rogers Mm. As I said to you, we don't sell toilet seats, we don't sell spanners, we don't have any hardware goods, I'm afraid. We do food, clothing, stationery, china and glass. Mmm, mmm, the lover, lover. Can you hear me? Yeah. We don't sell those type of goods, I'm afraid. I'm telling you, this is shaggy. Galjufi, jump and prawns. Tell me, do you stock any action figures? That is brilliant, isn't Fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. That is good. And the, that fair play to that lady, she was absolutely kept going. Oh, unlike yeah. the grocery department, you just weren't having any of it and no, hung they, up. No, they just straight away. We could, do, we could do some crank calls, couldn't do, we? Do you think we I could? think we could do some of these. You, you want the voices. Do you think? Yeah, yeah I we can away with it. Yeah, yeah. Start with our close family and friends, upset them first, yeah, and, and exactly. work out which from there. Let's ring Karen. <laughs> yeah. I could, Excellent. I could um, I could ring up our mum and ask her if she wants oh, her... Oh, don't wreck family relations. Really? Can we talk about this on air? Yeah. Uh, how's it going? Because you had a big reunion really didn't you, after way. the bus stop. Oh, the the, um, the family reunion was cool, and the gang, baby, but um, I don't know. It's uh, I mean, mothers are just mothers, and mine's just they pure are. evil. So um, do, you, do you find that... So, so with mo- the thing about mothers, you can love them, and then they can really annoy you, all in the space of about a minute. Yeah, that normally generally does happen... <laughs> <laughs> I won't say in which proportion. All of it. All of it. All yeah. the time. Fair Forever. Uh, uh. So, can I say about my little bit, a yeah. bit, bit of news? Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I wanted to do it by kind of reading what I'd put on Facebook, because it's... Uh, which I obviously normally should have prepared in advance. You'll be doing the wind it up thing. So, I'm going to quote, right. Just had an email from The Voice inviting me to the 2014 editions. Uh, sorry, what did I say? I meant auditions. Sorry. Uh, and then I quoted the the email. We'd love to hear you sing again. Close quotes. So I put. I'm now looking for the small print where it says quotes. As long as you've improved since last year. Quotes. Is that what it said? No. <laughs> Are you going to go? I did genuinely get one saying we'd love to hear you sing again. Are you going to go? Well, I don't know because the first thing I genuinely thought is if you'd love to hear me sing again, why didn't I get through last time? Because yeah, maybe because you're rubbish. I don't know. Well, that's why didn't they put that? That's why I was looking for the small print that said if you've got better since last year. Because if you haven't, don't bother. Yeah. Because you won't get through again. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I don't know whether to do it or not. Well, what's the worst that can happen? You just humiliate yourself. Again. Profusely. Again. Yeah, what's the worst, all right, isn't it? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. They're in June. So, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, just do it. 
I like Pete Street's comment. What's he say? He said uh, they better snap you up before before you can be- become a radio star. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It, I mean, I, like I said, like I've said many times, I I thought I did all right last year. I thought I sang well, and uh, but you know, maybe I just wasn't what they were looking for. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I know this is not the done thing, but you might have to show me what you just pointed at again, because oh. I can't see without my glasses. Um, are you a Twitter person? Um, You've got a stupid name on Twitter, haven't I you? I know, I'm a bit Ball rubbish at Ryan tw- I'm a bit rubbish at cock. I'm a bit rubbish at Twitter. Which? Um, so do you think this is going to happen? Twitter's trying out its mute feature for I- irritating tweets. Tell me more. Is that us? Yeah. Twitter is trialling a feature on its mobile apps that allows users to mute accounts that are becoming <laughs> irritating. I just unsubscribe. unsubscribe. What? Um, unlike, you say? Uh, I'm mumbling. Oh. Um, don't don't ch- check that back. No. Um, unlike the block function, oh, here we go, which is designed to stop communications with an undesirable user completely, muting is intended to be temporary. Huh. It will mean users can block out people who, for example, uh, live tweet football matches every weekend or post about TV talent shows. Many third-party Twitter apps have offered a mute option for some time. Uh, according to technology news site The Verge, selected users running Twitter's Apple, iOS and Google Android apps reported seeing the feature appear. The Verge described muting as a stealth unfollow, ideal for ignoring work colleagues, as if. Uh, Twitter, is, Twitter has not commented specifically on the plans for rolling out the mute feature. So there you go. Do you think anyone's going to mute us? Surely not. With our, with our nearly 2,000 followers? Well, I don't know. They might do. I, I certainly would mute myself if I didn't like me. Um... Yeah, it's true. so just then you were um, I was you, you were reading that uh, with your new glasses, weren't you? <laughs> oh, have you caught me on the webcam? No, I haven't. Actually. Oh, thank goodness for that. Look at the webcam picture now, though. Uh, no, look on there. Oh, you can't see from there, but look how clear it is. That's good. Who's that? Who's that? Fat? Me? No, me. Um, I, look, <laughs> I look fat. <laughs> this is what I need to tell you. Oh. No, 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 no. Why don't you um, <laughs> sod off. see if you can read? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't you read the next bit, the Microsoft bit now? The Microsoft bit. Underneath. So, Microsoft includes XP users. You're only doing that so I get caught on webcam, aren't you? Yeah, that'll do. I think that's probably... Is that what you're doing? Yeah, that's probably Oh, you mean devil. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Tell me it's going to go off. Hang on. It's gone off. There you go. So, you can now see Paul on the webcam for the next ten minutes. Oh, don't be horrible. Holding up a piece of paper, quite high, and just on the right of his head... You can see, ears. yeah, his ears. <laughs> that's both of them. You can see him holding uh, a magnifying glass. Oh, that's horrible! I'm yeah. getting old and I can't yeah. see, and I've forgotten my reading glasses, which and f- I now rely on. And the fat bloke in in the front <laughs> uh, or on the left, if you see it, actually on the right, as uh, I am seeing it, is uh, is me. And you think that those are headphones? They're not. They're his ears. I do have big, that's what big he's got. ears. Big, big black muffy ears is what he's got. Indeed, <laughs> indeed, it's a true story. Ah, oh dear. So what, I, you, what are you up to today, then, Mr. Well, C? we're going to go and get some more chickens at half past ten. Oh, are you? Mm, another is eight. That, is that because I've got some? Yeah. And you've just got to get some as well? Yeah. Uh, uh, ours are doing well. We haven't let them out yet, though. Oh, we're not, how long have they been in? We're keeping oh, you up. Yeah. <laughs> how long have they been in? Uh, two weeks. That's too long. Well, they've got plenty of room in the in the shed. How many have you got in there? 28. 137. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, but it's six foot by eight foot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they take it in turns to go on the top. Yeah, why not? Um, no, we've only got four. Ah, that's all but right. they're fine. I just oh, we, we we need to, we might let them out for a bit um, whilst we're around. Okay, and see if they're okay. I don't want them to get eaten. No, it's, it's a, it, it is a hazard of life with chickens. But you know, these chickens compared to our other ones are so timid and scared. Yeah, and shy. they will be. 
So I go down every night. I hope nobody sees with you doing this. <laughs> yeah, with the you don't talk to machete. Him. I do. Oh no! I walk down to I go hello girls, and then I I have a plastic box with the grainy stuff that they really love as a treat, and I'll shake that on the way down because I'm thinking they're going to be recognising the same. Then I open the door. They will kind of kneel inside, and now they'll come up to me. Yeah, because they think there's going to be some food. But if I throw it, if I if I throw my arm in their direction to throw some grain, they all scatter. Yeah, they to will the far corner and hide. It's hence where the name chicken came from when somebody <laughs> refers to the word chicken or somebody as somebody who's scared. They hide like the cowards they are. Yeah, indeed. Anyway. Yeah, well. So you're getting eight more, are you? Gonna yeah, going to get eight more. Plenty of eggs. Yeah, hopefully. Any particular type? Yeah, going to get some, um, I think she's got some leghorns, I think, or white stars. Some foghorn leghorns. Foghorn leghorns. I said, I said, I said, I said. Oh, you beat my joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ruined it. Where's Barry? Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, going to get some of them, and some, I think uh, they're called Black Rocks as well. Uh, yeah, we got one of them. Very, uh, very attractive birds, in, in their own way. So, so Mark has replied saying he should have used IP Dip Dogs. <laughs> oh, oh I- no, Ip Dip <laughs> Dogs Bleep. Yeah. You are not it, is that Yeah, that would have been funnier. Yeah, he could have done. Dip Dip Dogs Poop. Flip. <laughs> yeah. So my... <laughs> My children do. Did your children do the uh, eeny miny mo rhyme? Yeah, I mean because it, it's migrated Wh- to a different word. So what's the word now? Tigger. Tigger. They always say eeny miny catch a tigger by its toe. Well, that's a bit uh, animalistic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, A.A. Milne has uh, declared it racist. Has he? Yeah, against Tigger. <laughs> Not really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time we did an ad break. Wow. And then we'll play a bit of Will Smith, just the two of us after that. I like that song. Because it is just the two of us. It is. I thought it was very appropriate. It's did brilliant. you think that? Very good, yeah. Indeed. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. That beautiful car you've just bought The Fiat Bravo It comes with a five-year warranty But what if you change your mind? Love can be a fickle thing Well, then I can return it within 25 days Return it? No one will believe that They will This is opera they expect implausible endings. The Fiat Bravo. Every part works beautifully. From just 10995 0% interest, no deposit. For a test drive, text 25 and your postcode to 60160. Conditions and restrictions apply. 25-day return offer subject to fee if no replacement car purchased. Offer ends 30th of June. Red's your colour, <laughs> yellow's your colour, and slightly pink with blue spots is no, your no, colour. No, no, don't, don't. So they might say, don't, please. don't wear red, <laughs> makes you look fat. For example, <laughs> why you look at me? I didn't look at you. Right. Got these trainers, and on Sunday I went out for a. I'm going to give this a go. A little bit of a run. Go on, then. I ain't kidding. Thirty seconds. Oh, I was wh- I was breathing out of places I didn't realise I could breathe out of. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a blowhole? <laughs> the Seven Ball Breakfast Show each Saturday from eight till ten a.m. Join Andy along with his crew and join in the fun and chat at sevenfm.com. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Now, Dad, this is a very sensitive subject.
from the first time the doctor placed you in my arms. I knew I'd meet death before I let you meet harm. Although questions arose in my mind, would I be man enough against wrong? Choose right and be standing up. From the hospital that first night, took an hour just to get the car seat in right. People driving off fast got me kind of upset. Got you home safe, placed you in your bassinet. That night, I don't think one wink I slept as I slipped out my bed to your crib. I crept, touched your head gently, felt my heart melt because I knew I loved you more than life itself into my knees and I begged the Lord please let me be a good daddy all he needs love knowledge discipline too I pledge my life to you just the two of us we can make it if we try just me and you just me and you just the two of us Every time I look at you, I think, man, a little me just like me. Wait and see, going to be tall makes me laugh because you got your dad's ears and all. Sometimes I wonder what you going to be, a general, a doctor, maybe an MC. I want to kiss you all the time, but I will test that butt when you cut out a line. True that, uh-uh-uh, why you do that? I try to be a tough dad, but you be making me laugh. Crazy joy, when I see the eyes of my baby boy, I pledge to you, I will always do everything I can. Show you how to be a man, dignity, integrity, honor, and I don't mind if you lose long as you came with it, and you can cry, ain't no shame in it, it didn't work out with me and your mom, but yo, push come to shove, you was conceived in love, so if the world attacks and you slide off track, remember one fact, I got your back, uh. just the two of us, we can make it if we try, just me and you, just me and you, against the world, Time job to be a good dad. You got so much more stuff than I had. I gotta study just to keep with the changing times. 101 Dalmatians on your CD ROM. CD, I'm trying to pretend I know on my PC where that CD go. But yo, ain't nothing promised. One day I'll be gone. Feel the strife, but trust life does go on. But just in case, it's my place to impart. One day some girl's gonna break your heart. And who ain't no pain like from the opposite sex? Gonna hurt bad, but don't take it out on the next. Throughout life, people will make you mad Disrespect you and treat you bad Let God deal with the things they do Cause hate in your heart will consume you too Always tell the truth, say your prayers Hold doors, pull out chairs, easy on the swears You're living proof that dreams come true I love you and I'm here for you uh. Just the two of us We can make it if we try Just me and you, just me and you True that, true that. Yeah, 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 getting jiggy with it. 
Yeah, that's a bit of Will Smith. And we just had an email in from Mark saying, fantastic song. I love that song. That's the bestest song I've ever heard. I can't believe that. No. Uh, I love Will Smith. I think he's fantastic. Mark Faraday has just said, I love him so much. (laughs) You hear In ways he wouldn't understand or would understand probably. Uh, Oh, no, he didn't say that. He said something (laughs) different. He, it's probably a swear word, and it's, it's he probably saying he didn't like it. I it, can't it? say. No, technically, I'm not allowed to say. Do you want to write that one down as not well? Not really. <laughs> Can you not read from there? No. No, hang on. Hang on. Wait, if you <laughs> no, I can't see anything. That doesn't help at all. It will if you move it to the focal point. I can't. My arm's not long enough. Oh, no. Okay. You need new it's, arms. It's like my eyes. My eyes are perfect. My optician said to me, there's nothing wrong with your eyes, just your arms aren't long enough. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> That's very true, actually. Indeed. Quite literally. Um, so, have you got... Uh, have you ever had a tax problem, Paul? I have, but I'm trying to give them up. Okay, so um, well, why don't you just do what um, Formula One's Eccleston did uh, by allegedly avoiding to pay a potential £1.2 billion pounds in tax? That's a bargain. So Formula One boss uh, Bernie Eccleston has avoided a potential £1.2 billion pound tax bill as a result of a secret deal, which is probably not so much secret now, with the <laughs> HMRC. The deal involved a payment of just £10 million, according to legal transcripts attained by our good old British Broadcasting Corporation uh, and the programme Panorama. Revenue and Customs spent nine years investigating the Eccleston family's tax affairs before offering to settle in return for the payment for the family trusts in 2008. Mr Eccleston said he had paid more than £50 million in tax last year. Mr Eccleston, the chief executive of Formula One, is currently on trial in Germany facing corruption charges. It is alleged he was behind a £26 million bribe paid to bank officials. Prosecutors allege the bribe was paid to ensure that Mr Eccleston retained control of the sport. Eccleston admits paying former banker Gerard Grabowski, but says he was effectively the victim of blackmail as he was worried the banker would tell the authorities he had set up an offshore family trust. Panorama's the banker would sorry Panorama's investigation going back to 1995 when Mr Eccleston secured ownership of the lucrative TV rights of Formula One. Shortly afterwards, he moved this prize asset offshore, giving the rights to his wife at the time, Slavica. Slavica. She transferred them to a family trust in uh, Lechestein before selling them for a few a huge profit, free of UK tax. There you go. Does that sound? Ah, it's all above board and legal. Ask uh, Jimmy Carr. Bit iffy. <laughs> a bit iffy. Do you know, I just realised I can, I can read again. Yes, yeah, I the magnifying glass. Mm. My eyes are working. Um, yeah, that's a... Oh, I don't know. It's, it's so much goes on that you sort of think, what's really below all that? Is there anything, you know? I mean, you don't really know whether there's anything kind of dodgy. I mean, as you say, it's all above board. It's all been accepted by HMRC. And that's the way it works, isn't it? If yeah. you are uh, prepared to cooperate with them, then they'll they normally do your deal. But that's a done. lot less, isn't it? 1.2 billion. It is, but that's still quite a lot of money. Oh, yeah. But then you could argue he owed more, he should pay more. Oh, exactly. But anyway. We got away with I it. I wish I'd earned enough money to even have anything remotely like that as a tax bill. Well, even earning that much would be he's, nice. He's quite a rich man, isn't he? Only in. Yeah. Have you seen his. Um, he's most, short. most of his wives are quite attractive, aren't they? Yeah. Noticed? It's funny, isn't it? How, yeah, how, how these. What, what attracts them to I him? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Because I think he's even shorter than me. Is he? I think so. Did yeah. you like it when he goes into that um, building in that revolving door? What's that one? You've not seen that. You get well, caught or something. He, gets, he basically goes in. And the cameras are there videoing him, yeah. and he goes round the revolving door and then comes back out the same way to the same place <laughs> he'd just gone in. <laughs> Accidentally. Well, I don't know whether he wanted to actually talk to the reporters or whether they made it look like he was senile. I think that's what they were implying, but that's just 
my observation, which could be wrong. Okay. Oh, that sounds funny. Yeah. It sounds good. All Phil's off. He's Phil. just sent in. Phil Meek, thanks for another great show, guys. Catch you again next week. Oh, off, there you go. Off. Doing chores now. So Mark's just uh, emailed in saying, taking my daughter's car to Strets to be fixed. Ooh, Mark okay. Stretton. God, oh, I remember him. He's got a daughter. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I think he's fully functioning man. Is he? <laughs> Apparently. Blimey, you'd have thought it, eh? <laughs> you wouldn't have done. Yeah. Sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> Sweetie. We ought, to, um, Sweetie. We, we ought to probably do the news, didn't we, Shane? We're going to run out of time. Uh, what, you mean the front pages? Yeah. Well, we could do that. Uh, I mean, it's not my show. It's your show. It's up to you. Well, if you're just telling me what we have to do now. <laughs> just saying. I think, um, <laughs> just you know, saying. It's, it's, you've probably got a point. I have. I mean, I'm just showing off because I can read it without any magnifying glass now. My eyes have obviously, the muscles have obviously warmed up now. Is that what it is? Yeah, I put some, pour some coffee in each eye. That seems to so have helped. Do you think we can read the uh, the front pages in a, a within 122 seconds? Uh, yeah, mine's quite long. Yeah. Do you reckon we can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. see it. Let's yeah. see what happens. Go. So the Max Clifford case and the drug company battles in today's front pages. The Guardian leads with the story of the jailing of celebrity PR Max Clifford for sexually abusing four teenage women. The paper says the eight years he received for the crimes was more than double what he'd expected. The Eye also leads with the Clifford story, noting that his conviction represents the first success for the high-profile investigation, Operation U-Tree, which was launched after the allegations of Jimmy Savile's sexual abuse come to light. The latest twist in the alleged Trojan horse plot to impose a radical Islamist jet agenda on some Birmingham schools is reported in the Daily Telegraph. The, the paper says similar plots could exist in Bradford, Manchester and East London. The battle for control of British drug company Ast- I can't say this one, AstraZeneca yep. is, the fina- in, is the Financial Times lead. The FT says AstraZeneca's biggest shareholder says a proposed takeover by US giant Pfizer. Oh, Pfizer. Pfizer is a classic cause of short-term interest versus long-term interests. And the view of the takeover bid finds a surprising echo in the comments from Pfizer's former head of research, Dr John Lamatina, says his old firm's acquisition policy has been devastating for research and development at companies it has assumed. And the Daily Mirror's lead concerns disgraced peer Lord Hanningfield, who was jailed for falsely claiming parliamentary expenses. The paper says Lord Hanningfield claims he needed the extra cash to employ a man to look after his chickens. There you go, Andy. The Daily Star's front follows the latest in the investigation into Peaches Geldof's death. It says police have spoken to her husband, Thomas Cohen, to try and find a drug dealer suspected of giving Miss Geldof heroin. Mr Cohen is not a suspect. And the Daily Express has the latest advice from arthritis researchers on its front page. A study from the Chicago University has shown that even light exercise can guard against the condition and it's never too late to start. And finally, the Times leads on the arrest of two schoolgirls at a school near Newport, South Wales, on suspicion of plotting to murder a teacher. The paper fears this could be a copycat crime following the stabbing of Lee's teacher at Maguire on Monday. That was pretty good going. Yeah. All I could see under my paper was you doing the wind it up, wind it up. I was reading as fast as I I know, could. and I didn't fade the right one out. I just love that. I just love that um, music bed. Can I just say something? Go on. When you listen again, I think you, re- t- you referred to the Taily Telegraph. <laughs> I did say the Taily Telegraph. <laughs> I did, and I thought, I hope nobody picks up on that and says anything <laughs> says about anything it. on it. Just, let's just do that last bit again. <laughs> I love it. Oh. A 
That'd be a good chord sequence for a song, that would. It would. Well, I've, I've already learnt it on the piano. <laughs> oh, well, I have, God. I have. I expect to see, I look forward to seeing the YouTube e video. I, well, I've already worked it and I played it to Karen. I said, you, can you hear this? Because I haven't got a clue. And then I played it after. She said, what's that? I said, that's the new you, 24. You need a clavinova like mine where you can put the dum 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 behind it. I can do that anyway. Yeah, but not as good as mine. I can do it better because <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got the Apple one. <laughs> so Mark has just uh, emailed in to studio at 7fm.com saying she's 29. Who is? His daughter. Oh, my word. Yeah. Blimey, how was, was he 11 when he... Oh, I can't probably say that. Not really. <laughs> so he must have been a young father. Is, is uh, Sean outside, by the I way? I don't know. Shall I have a look? Yeah. Hang on. Just to get up and If have not, we've got a long show. Yeah. I better take my headphones off. Oh, just don't... Just shut up and look. You don't have to make a big deal out of it. No, no, I don't mean outside there. No, all I... Just a, just a casual, non... You know, just a look. Would have been fine. No. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay, so he's not... I wasn't making a deal of it. No, I just... no, I knew you weren't. No, you weren't. You just sort of like, <laughs> talked a lot and then got to bang the mic, shut the door, tripped over, broke your nose. I was just doing what we normally do, making a feature out of everything. Uh, very good. Sorry, making a performance out of everything is yeah. what I wanted to say. Making a drama out of a crisis. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like garlic bread. I've gone it's off you. Future. I love you in ways you <laughs> would understand. It's nice. So, uh, yeah, 29 his daughter is. Can you believe that? You said 13. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, here he is. He's just oh. he walked in now. Wait for me to go out and check. He's there, and he's <laughs> not there. No, he is. Go on in, Sean. He's coming in. The Sean Meister is here. I've just been outside to check for you. We were starting to worry. What's he did? Walked from um, Cardiff, I think he said. From Cardiff? Him, yeah. Really? Oh, That's a long way, in. isn't it? Just plug his headphones in. That is a long way to come. No, Gloucester. I think he said Gloucester. You've walked from Gloucester. Yeah, it's at the Canal Park, folks. It was a, a lovely day. And was it was it good? It was lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. Fantastic. It does look very nice out there. The brief glimpse I've had of the sunshine. It is, nice. is, is it? It's, it's a nice warm. day. Nice warm, yeah. That's oh, what I great. like. So I can be earning. I'll be earning. So this is basically costing me nothing today. <laughs> it's costing me a lot in psychological damage, but it never is. mind. Oh, he's got a son as well. He's twenty-four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're boring us now, to be honest, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for the rundown of the MDF yeah, family. And I've owed your uh, other half. Yeah. Have you got any chickens? Yeah, got any chickens or a badger <laughs> or a squirrel painted pink? That'd be nice to know. Do you know what, though? It's time to... Sean's literally just come in to say hello, and it's time to say goodbye. So we'll do that then, shall we? Yes, goodbye. 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 I'll see you in a minute. Yeah, you'll see you in a sec. Monster and around the world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.